millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars, and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, 
save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Noblegoldinvestments.com. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. All right, folks. Welcome to Nino's Corner TV. I forgot to turn on my plug in my mic. Yeah, much better. Okay. All right, folks. Welcome to Nino's Corner TV. Um, this is going to make fluff too because I talk. I've given the the rules and regulations to Ali Saratan in the dressing room. Uh, no punches below the belt in case of a knockdown run to the neutral corner. Uh, we went through all of it, right, Ali? <laughs> yes, we did. All right, so we're making this YouTube friendly. But, folks, first, before we get started at, of Israel at War, Biblical Signs and Signals, this is going to be good. Uh, you're, a, you're a crowd favorite, Ali. So um, when it comes to weight loss, we're all searching for that miracle pill, which may never exist. Uh, but believe it or not, I have found the next best thing. I, I use a special keto powder that no one has heard of, and it helps with boosting metabolism, reducing unwanted body fat, and promoting overall weight management better than most weight loss products I've been typically found on the shelves. And I use this every day in my coffee, by the way. Uh, tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. I'm one of them. I've given this an amazing review. It works, folks. Um, I think I look pretty good for 46. Uh, I take that with the collagen, by the way, the keto and collagen. Uh, simply place your order now to get 51% off with many other free bonuses before they run out and they sell out all the time. They, these people always sell out. This stuff works, and that's why they sell out. So keto with Nino, folks. And now... Introducing once again Ali Saratan. Thank you, Ali, for joining us. Um, lots to talk about here. Um, Ali Saratan with thinkagainproductions.com. Thinkagainproductions.com. So, Israel at war. This is only going to get more intense. It's only going to get crazier. I'm hearing by the definitely. day. Definitely. Definitely. It's going to get. This is not normal. You know, they had a lot of skirmishes. But this is not this is not normal. Everyone's feeling it. Something big is happening. Everyone feels it in their guts. Everyone's talking about the protests that worldwide and all that stuff. So, what, from a biblical point of view, like what's going on here? The idea is that um, there is this forward march towards a new age of history, where the age of empire gives birth to this kingdom of of Jesus. You know, he returns with an army of angels. We've talked about the UFOs and how it can connect to all of that. And a new age of history begins on the way well, to but that. Before we start, tell the people, we were going to go to Israel in December. Yeah. You were planning this trip, and I told you, Ali, ah, yes, I don't know. I've been we're, saying this for a year. Go I don't December know. We're going to go to Israel. You wanted to come, but then you were on the fence because you were you're like, no, I think something is going to happen this fall that's going to derail this. And you're right. you know. And here we are in the middle of this war. And so... Going forward, the the idea is that there is an enemy that's trying to derail the work of God. And how does that work? Well, this is very simple. God says that he does nothing except that which he reveals to his servants, the prophets. And there's a picture painted for us by the prophets that we can follow, where, you know, Israel returns to this land and a series of events lead to the final battle. The second coming happens and a new age of history starts. The enemy is trying to destroy. This is, this is there, there's a twofold plan, but this is plan one. Plan two is going to be deception and in and and entering, uh, you know, like a sheep in wolf's clothing. But plan one is destroying the Jewish people so that the prophecies cannot be fulfilled, prolonging the age of empire in that way, and putting his own guy on the throne of the earth. The, the, it's about yeah the it's about a pseudo the enemy is trying to create always a pseudo version of god's plans god is trying to create god is creating a kingdom he's going to create a kingdom god wants a king he wants a world ruler he wants to be the god of this world i mean that's what the bible says and he puts his own son on the throne of the world that's where we're going actually god is going to allow that for a very brief time right for about what's brief 
brief is his rule is going to be for seven years long it says and three and a half years of those seven years it gets really cultish like where he goes full-blown so like, we're going to you know, see the, the the antichrist there right? yeah i think i think that the chances are very high some people believe that the believers are taken out before all this happens i'm not sure but it's going to be that bad it's going to be yeah because you know your reward is you don't you don't live the worst of it you know you're not in the here and the wrath of it the last three and a half years where it goes full cultish but i mean there are other stories like noah you know his he gets led through the flood and the idea of shalom or peace is kind of a protection in the midst of adversity so this war that's happening right now is a spiritual war it's an attempt for the enemy to derail the plans of god towards redemption and utopia how do we know that well there are a lot of signs and signals that have been turned on when you go to genesis chapter one it says that god put the earth the sun and the moon in a relationship together and it says why it says it's for days and years we all know what that is, the base of the calendar. But also it says for appointed days, appointed days, moedim, feasts, and ot, signals, appointed days and signals. So the calendar has these days chosen on it. These days that God points out, important events are going to happen that are related to his work. Basically, the Abrahamic covenant is under attack. That's kind of how God is redeeming the earth, through a series of covenants and promises. And the enemy is trying to derail these things. So when Jesus was crucified, it wasn't just on any day. It was on Passover. It was one of the appointed days got activated spiritually. You know, the the, the Passover lamb and all that it was all about coming out of Egypt, coming out of the house of bondage, coming out of subjection to the gods of Egypt, to the spiritual authorities and forces over Egypt that matched the miracles of Moses at the beginning. To come out of all of that required the Passover lambs. Jesus was crucified on the Passover because it was about him. There's a bigger story. It was activated on a larger scale in history. He was in the tomb during the appointed day of unleavened bread, kind of like unleavened bread. We know without leaven, all scarred. He was then came to life on the appointed day of first fruits, which was another of these appointed days that God had predestined and put in his calendar and marked. And these guys had rituals to perform, to mark it and keep it as his people, as his priests, etc. Then... 50 days after, this is called Passover, all of these three, the Holy Spirit comes. That's why it's called Pentecost, another one of these appointed days. Shavuot in Hebrew, it means weeks, because you count seven weeks and plus one day. 49 plus one. 50 is a new beginning. And that's why in Greek it's called Pentecost, because penta means 50. Suddenly on the 50th day, the Holy Spirit comes and the harvest begins and the information starts to go out. There are three Why, why is everything so mathematical? Because God's universe is designed according to order, it seems. There's order. You but know. see, they know that too, and that's why they try to steal these dates, right? Absolutely. They know that, and also God keeps his ultimate intentions hidden. That's why when Jesus was told, when are you coming back, he didn't declare it. He said, the Father knows. So I think that there's a game of cat and mouse because it's a war, and you don't want to have your strategy. You don't want the enemy to know your strategy, right? So then you have three fall days, right? These are three days on the fall. And these three fall days are apparently for the second coming, but they were activated during this war. And that's why I wanted to first kind of give this background. So this war happened on one of the appointed days, on the Feast of Tabernacle on Sukkot in Hebrew. And Sukkot is a feast in the Bible that God says, you know, there's going to be seven days. And then eighth day. The first day is holy and the eighth day is holy. It's called the solemn assembly. This war happened on the eighth day of Sukkot. The, on, the, on the solemn assembly. Then it happened 50 day, 50 years plus one to the day to another war that happened on an, an appointed day 50 years ago. The Yom Kippur War in 1973, Egypt and Syria. And, then, and that's when, that's exactly when uh, uh, the, the uh, Hamas attacked Israel, right? Yes, 50 days plus one. And so, the, so 50 is in kind of the number of, you know, inheritance is returned after 50 years. All your debts are forgiven is a new beginning. 49 plus one, 50 is a new beginning. In so the Bible. If, you, if you can predict this, and I've had people like Bo Pony come on here and predict stuff like this, 
then how did uh, then, then Israel had to know? I mean, they yeah, well, know something's going to yeah. happen on these days. This is very well. Yeah, well everyone, we like you said, you know, we in the fall always always hold our breath because stock market crashes happen, all kinds of things happen on these appointed dates because judgment is delivered to the world on the Day of Atonement, which is the tenth day of the month of Tishrei, which is the seventh month. This is all in the Bible. And so there's lots of things that happen in the fall, like 9-11 and, you know, the crash of the economy, stock markets. So this is definitely a time of, you know, even the second coming. Like we look at, you know, Zechariah chapter 14, which describes the final battle of the world, you know, where the world gathered against Jerusalem and the houses are ransacked, the women's are raped. That's what it says. And then half the city goes into captivity. That's East Jerusalem because that's mostly Arab. And then it says the Lord comes on the Mount of Olives, where he ascended from. He then goes to war, and and after he wins, it says that then all the survivors from all the nations that attack Jerusalem will go from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to celebrate Sukkot, this very day that this war happened on. So the Messianic kingdom of Christ begins on this feast as well. It's the end of the cycle of feasts. So let's, let's open it up a little bit because a lot of things came in an alignment suddenly. First of all, the last time a war of this magnitude happened was on an appointed day 50 years ago on the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. That was the last time that Israel declared war. Decla- Israel. That right was now, the, also the six-day war, right? That was in 67. That's, okay, that, okay. This is now the 1973. Now, okay. the... Israel declared war that time, and this time it declared war as well. It 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 turned on Article 40 Aleph of its law, which is a declaration of war and gives the prime minister and the army all kinds of rights. He, they turned it on. But when was the last time they turned that on? 50 years ago on, the, on this other war that happened on this appointed day. This war happens on an appointed day. This time it's the appointed day of Sukkot or Tabernacle in English, right? It happens on its eighth day, right? Now, 50 plus 1, that's the, that's the number of a new beginning. 8 is the number of a new beginning. 7 is a full cycle. 7 days of creation, 8 is a new beginning. Then it happens on the weekly Sabbath. It, didn't, it was just a solemn Sabbath because it was this very feast that they had to keep and worship God. But they also have this other appointed day assigned by God, which is kind of like a sanctuary in time which is the weekly Sabbath. It marks the seventh day of creation where God, you know, created in six phases and then worshiped was glorified on the seventh. And there was a day of rest. So we, we kind of have that every week and the cycle resets. We in our weekly cycle imitate the cosmic cycle. So on this, this happened on the seventh, on the Sukkot, on the Sabbath, on the, on the weekly Sabbath and on the eighth day. So October 7th was a Saturday when these guys attacked. Right. So it was weekly Sabbath. And it was the eighth day of this appointed day of God. And so so it was the end of the weekly cycle and the end of the cycle of this feast. It was a new beginning. It was 50 plus one, a new beginning. The, the feast cycle begins in the spring and ends in the fall with the eighth day of this feast. So this was the end of the entire system of, of appointed days. So therefore, it was right at the beginning of, of uh, the reset of a cycle, a new beginning. Um, the, this was also called the Feast of the Harvest because you go and bring all the harvest of the field in in the ancient days when they lived in the land. And so the that's why the Messianic Kingdom begins on that day. Again, that's another beginning. Prophetically in the future, there's going to be an ultimate war against Jerusalem, which is the spiritual center that God has chosen. And so these wars are, are physical and spiritual. At the it's same already time. happening. I mean, the, 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 the they're putting the chess pieces. Yeah, it's already happening. The pattern has started. We're there, right? So, so, so this is just going to escalate and pick up pace every, not every month, every day, right? Jesus I mean, it's go time. To, to the birth pangs of a woman. He said this age of history is going to give birth to his kingdom. And he said the contractions, you know, what is a woman go, who's giving birth? Her contractions get closer and closer. The contractions have started to accelerate. Now, God can slow it down. Careful and that word. We have to kind of follow the signs and signals. So the, the, um, the, there's a lot of new beginnings here for me. The, so when you kind of gather the harvest in, then you have the, the new beginning. You plant the seed, it grows, you harvest it. This is the last day of the cycle of feasts, and then you have a new beginning. Number eight, which is the eighth day of the feast, that's the number of a new beginning. 50 plus one, 50 years plus one day from the last war that happened on one of God's appointed days. 
50 plus one, the number of a new beginning. So these cycles then, are 50 years. Uh, no, the, the, the cycles are, are yearly. There are three feasts in the, in the spring, one in the summer and three in the fall. Okay. Every year. The 50 years, the, there was a year of Jubilee where every 50 years, if you owed money to somebody, it was forgiven to you. So if, if, if I owed you money and I couldn't pay you, you t- took over my farm. I worked basically for free. You took all my uh, proceeds and then you fed me and sheltered me. But on the 50th year, you'd have to give the farm back to my family and our debts, my debts were forgiven. All of Israel reset every 50 years economically. Everyone's debts were forgiven. Everyone received their inheritance back. You know, like, let's say, you know, the Balfour Declaration. I've heard this before, yeah. Yeah. The Balfour Declaration, which created the state of Israel, happened in 1917. 50 years later was 1967, when Jerusalem, as part of the Six-Day War, became part of the Jewish Commonwealth again. Jerusalem was returned to them. Then 50 years after that was 2017, where the president of the most important country in the world, Donald Trump, declared Jerusalem the capital of Israel and moved the embassy of America there. So every 50 years, it looks like they're going closer and closer to receiving their full inheritance. And the final inheritance of the Jewish people is the Messiah itself, Christ, Jesus. When Jesus returns and they're in the land and Jesus and Jerusalem United is the Messiah. It's there's a spiritual awakening that began in 1967. The messianic movement was fall started in 1967 when Jerusalem became part of the Commonwealth of Israel. There was a spiritual transformation that began, and suddenly all these Jews all around the world began to say, "Wait a second, Jesus is the Messiah." It's called the messianic movement, and it's just grown larger and larger and larger. So there's a spiritual awakening when you look at the land coming back to life. But what about the Jews who still don't accept him? It's a process. It's a process. Even there's a lot of Jews that are secular. There are a lot of Jews that don't believe in God. There are a lot of Jews that don't believe in the Bible, even being the Word of God. But this, these wars are going to continue to awaken them because it's like the valley of dried bones. First you get the bones. Then you get the flesh. Then the breath comes in. There's a process of spiritual awakening as Israel comes back from... There's levels to this. Okay. There's a level to this. So the land coming back to life, the cities being rebuilt, the, tr- the farms being rebuilt is a metaphor for internal spiritual awakening. And the church, the spiritual body, is so connected to this all that we have been going through massive amounts of revelation. We're understanding the Bible in so in in a much deeper way since all this stuff started in this in the late sixties, we're taking leaps and for you know forward in our understanding of the Bible. All kinds of things are coming to life that were mysteries to generations. What before took us. so long before is now speeding up. It's it's speeding up because the time the Lord's is getting near to the earth. I think that's really what's causing the whole thing. It's the time. It's like the sun that's coming out of the horizon, right? It's like the day, you know, because, you know, it's called the, the, the great and terrible day of the Lord, the second coming that assumes we're in the night of history. So this is but not to be, is rising. this is to be hopeful. This is not to be scary for people yes, that are we're believers. Be free. We're, yes. we're, we're like the people. We're like the Jews in slavery. We're like, we're going to get free from all the stuff that everyone is talking about. The empires of the world, the powers and principalities that are behind the system. So, he, so he's letting us wake up to this by what we're witnessing now is like Jesus is, or like God's grace upon humanity, letting us see a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, giving exactly. us the time to repent and come back to him. That's that's it. You got it. So in this case, there's a lot of eights I find, which 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 signal a new beginning. Did you know that on the day that these guys attacked, which was the eighth day of of, of the last feast, on the Sabbath day, which is again all of it, the end of cycles and new beginnings, the the there's an ancient lectionary. The Jewish people read the books of Moses and the prophets every week according to an ancient lectionary. You see it even in the Gospels. Jesus is in the synagogue of Nazareth. It's the turn of his family to read the weekly reading out of the prophets. It falls, it just happens to fall on the on the writings of Isaiah. They give it to him. He reads it. And he says, this is about me. It actually talks about um, him, you know, coming and freeing people from bondage. It's a prophecy from Isaiah chapter 61. And he's talking about himself. 
and and it's about the year of Jubilee. And he says, this is about me. And they try to kill him because they realize that he's saying he's the Messiah. So this weekly reading, it's interesting. It comes to an end on the day these guys attacked. It's the last day and the beginning of the next cycle of reading. So that's another end and another beginning. So so it's the last day of the final feast. It's the last day of the week. It, so it's 50 plus 1. 50 plus 1 is a new beginning. The eighth day of Sukkot, that's a new beginning. The final day of the weekly cycle, a new beginning. The end of the scroll of the Bible, they read the last words and they read the first words. Uh, and what is the first words when you start all over again? The book of Genesis. What's the book of Genesis? In the beginning. In the beginning. And so you have another another new beginning announced. Now, while they're thinking about themselves, like what should they do? Suddenly, the week changes, and they enter a new moon. And 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 this is how their calendar was set up by God. That how do you count these th- these months where you're going to have these appointed days? What's the beginning day of the month? God says when the moon wanes and waxes and it disappears and reappears, and you see the new moon, that will be the first day of the month. And you do sacrifices to the temple to to dedicate the month to me. So so suddenly. On the 14th of October, they, a new moon appears, which is another one of these biblical days. And what happens on the new moon? There's an eclipse of the sun. And this eclipse is seen throughout the American continent. I saw it. You saw it. And that ha- eclipse happened. On- and I knew. I knew right then. I was like, here we go. So that's another signal that turned on. The war happens on an appointed day. It happens 50 years after another war that happened on an appointed day. Um, the, it happens on the day of the end of the cycle of the reading, on the end of the week, on the eighth day of Sukkot. And Sukkot is the feast where biblically Jesus begins his kingdom on earth on Sukkot. That's what it says in, in Zechariah 14. I just read it to you. Now they enter, this new moon happens. They enter the, a new month. And that's a new beginning, a new moon, a new month, an eclipse. What's the month they enter to? The eighth month. Eight is the number of a new beginning. Now you're in a new month, and now you're the first week you read the first part of the Bible, you know, the God in the beginning, says the dawn of creation, the story of the new beginning. Then you turn to the second week, the week of October 14th, where the new moon happened, the, the eclipse happened. What do you read in the, in the Bible? It's the first time in all of scripture that the word Hamas appears. Really? Naturally, in the lectionary of that week, because the word Hamas appears 61 times in the Bible. Wow. And so the word Hamas is an Arabic word, which means zeal. You have to say it, it right, though. You're not saying it right. Hamas. Let's say, yeah, Hamas. Yeah, I got to go. So, the, yeah, you, then you've got, yeah, then you've got, it means zeal in Arabic. <laughs> It, it's, it's a whole other culture, like it's a whole different part of the world. You know, it's a different oh, mindset. Lord. Then you've got the fact that it um, is the name is an acronym for an Islamic movement of resistance. That's what it also stands for. But it's also a Hebrew word, and that's why it appears in the Bible. And wow. in the Bible, the English translation for the word Hamas is violence or lawlessness. These are the two ways it's translated. And and look what it says about it the first time it appears and the first time a word appears in the bible is very important it's foundational to the meaning it's going to have from here on it says now the earth was corrupt in god's sight and the earth was filled with hamas that's what it says right there i'm reading it the earth was corrupt in god's sight and the earth was filled with hamas which means violence that's how it's translated in english now the earth was corrupt in god's sight and the earth was filled with violence and other translations will have lawlessness, meaning against the laws of God, lawlessness in that sense. So this is a story of before the flood. That's where this event happens. Before the flood was the age of the fallen angels and their offspring, the Nephilim. So it's as though it's suggesting that this Hamas was part of this kind of demonic thing, the spirit that came out in the days before Noah. And what's God's response? If you're reading this, suddenly imagine a new moon has appeared, the eclipse has appeared, the war has happened on the appointed day, all of these things have, and suddenly you open your Bible, it's your weekly reading. No one is making this happen on purpose. You're, it's your weekly reading in all the synagogues in the entire world. You open it up, and you're reading it, and there is the word Hamas. And it's an evil thing that fills the whole earth, the whole earth, and you see the demonstrations everywhere. You and see oh, they, them, I, they, I mean, the protests are taking, I mean, they're just going to escalate. 
the protests are everywhere because there's a spirit behind it. And that's what this is you suggesting. Said, wow, wow. And this is what this is suggesting. And so when this, this, this whole thing comes, what is God's response in the story of Noah? A flood comes and destroys it, purifies it. And what happens after the flood? A new beginning. Another new beginning signal. So for me, when I put all the signals together, I felt that, first of all, there was a lot of this new beginning. Second of all, it pointed to a spiritual war. And then I asked myself, what was happening in the world leading to it? Well, you suddenly, at the end of September, we had the President of the United States, Biden, the Prime Minister of Israel, Netanyahu, and the Prince of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman, MBS. That's what he goes by. They came out and they declared that there was going to be a new Middle East emerging, that they're on the verge of announcing it, that there was a new, that's what they called it, the new Middle East, a new beginning for the Middle East. Saudi Arabia and Israel were going to enter into a more peaceful relationship. Saudi Arabia was going to recognize Israel as a nation. And America would then provide um, protection guarantee, something like Article 5 of NATO, but a little bit less diminished version of it for Saudi Arabia. If, if Saudi Arabia was attacked by Iran, America, the eagles of the states would go to war for Saudi Arabia. And that was kind of part of the deal. In exchange for that protection, Saudi Arabia would accept Israel as a nation. And of course, the two great mosques of the Muslims, Mecca and Medina, are in Saudi Arabia. And if the Saudi family accepts Israel, that would send, you know, all kinds of good vibes in the Muslim world for Israel. That was the thinking. So they all come out, you know, MBS gives an interview on Fox television and says, yes, we're, we're, we're close. Netanyahu gives another interview on Fox and, and he says, yes, we're close. And Biden announces it as well, that we're on the verge of, of a new Middle East. And then suddenly October 7th comes and just you know, throws the whole thing off rail, derails right. it. Right, throws First a monkey wrench into the plans. Like they were, they were getting ready to move towards this. Something's yes. not right. And that's why God comes in, and that's what the signaling system says. God's like saying, no, I'm going to create a new beginning for the Middle what East. About, what do you think of Jared Kushner? I'm watching well, I'm watching. Yeah. He's saying there's got to be a peace deal in the Palestinians. I, I don't I trust Jared him, Kushner, man. Jared Kushner, even though he's a supposedly an Orthodox Jew, he's still thinking along the lines of the Greek way of thinking of just international relations within the imperial. No, but I mean, is he someone to look at, like maybe? Yeah, is is he working on for? Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Flair.com. The good guys, the bad guys. Right. To tell. I'm still, I'm, you know, the, the jury's out. You know, he, he, he was part of the Trump administration and, and they created the yeah, still... Abrahamic courts, which are a good thing because the Arabs are on the path to peace with Israel. But the Muslim um, holy warriors, you know, they are caught in the spirit of Hamas. And they're emerging everywhere. I mean, the president of Turkey just made this incredible speech first in the parliament of Turkey, where he said, you know what? Israel is, is, is the evil country. And these guys are not terrorists. They're Mujahideen, which means Islamic holy warriors. Uh, this, you know, he lifted Hamas up. And then the next day, he made a speech out in the public to hundreds of thousands of people gathered to listen to him. And he said to them, does the West want another battle, the Crusaders? Do they want another battle with the crescent of the moon? And then the crowd responded back to him, here is your army. Here it's your it's almost like they're following a script, man. I, well, it's I'm being serious. This is it's like a cultic. script. They're like, oh, we're all going to play our role here. It's, you it's, do this. Well, you're going to be the bad guy. I mean, come well, on. The, it's cultish. It's, there's right, a right. But I'm it. saying so. Emerging. So and, all and, this and, has to play out. And now it's making sense to me in a way. This has to play out before Trump can get back in the picture, right? Right, sure, right, so exactly. This is all a script. It's yeah, it's all a script. Now, whether it's like you see, like you know, who planned October seventh? What does it mean? So, for me, the signaling system that's been activated—that it happened on an appointed because I looked at Palestinian interviews on Arabic television, and they're saying basically that I don't speak Arabic; I speak Persian, but it was English subtitles. They're saying that basically they choose that day, October 7th, because it was a Jewish holiday and the Jews would be busy. And it was also the holiday fell on a Sabbath. So they were doubly like busy. And, and it was, and this is a very joyous day among the Jews. This is, this is a great holiday. This is not a mourning holiday. This is not a fasting holiday. This is a happy holiday. So everyone is doing something happy, but they're busy because they're, that's, so they chose it thinking this way, but, what they didn't realize was that they weren't attacking on a holiday. They were attacking on a holy day. God's perspective is above and beyond all of these minds, whether angelic or human, that are conniving their own ideas. God suddenly takes over the steering wheel and says, oh, you've just walked into a trap. You've activated something. And God's signaling system speaks to his people, to his faithful. And he's saying, good, guys, first Why of all. I feel like both sides are being played here, man? The 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 like, well, this really does feel we like will. we have free will. So I think that we have yeah, we have but... will, like you said, well, at the beginning to choose to listen to weigh and to make our 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 mind up. So suddenly, all of these now, where could this go? Since all the signaling systems have been, and I have another video. By the way, if people go on on my website, thinkingandproductions.com, and sign up for my newsletter, I'm going to be sending out a link to a PDF that lays all of this out, so people can review it for themselves. Um, where could this go? Now, of all the prophetic battles, so something may have been a plot, may have ha- had been hatched in high places against the will of God. And so God then, you know, comes in and says, I'm going to destroy that plot. Now, where could this go? Well, where it could go could be this battle that has never happened in the past of Israel that's prophesied in the scroll of Ezekiel, the war of Gog and Magog, Ezekiel 38 and 39. It talks about a coalition of nations attacking Israel. This has never happened in the past uh, history of ancient Israel. So it's believed that it's in the future 
of Israel because it's never happened in the past. And this coalition of nations, one of the countries is Persia, which is the old word for Iran. But Iran just changed its name in the 1920s to, to Iran. It was called Persia. The king wanted to rebrand the country to make it look more modern in the industrial age. So, so that's one country mentioned. Other countries mentioned look to be, you know, what the people that Tur- Turkey. And if you take Iran and Turkey and you connect them together, it forms the ancient Persian Empire, the last great empire of the Middle East. Um, other countries would be North Africa. The, the stands of Russia, like, you know, look what happened in Dagestan yesterday, where all these guys stormed the airport that arrived in a flight. They had to be right. in an airport. Then they followed them to the, you know, there's something like, that we haven't, we only read about in World War II, Nazi yeah, it's, Germany. It's wild. But yeah, there's suddenly all these people showing up to a hotel and saying, That's fine. crazy, man. Well, yeah, it can happen because the Jews and then the Christians, I mean, these are the two, the two people, because Islam is not an Abrahamic faith. It doesn't follow the Bible. It seeks to replace it with an alternative narrative. It says, oh, they're, it, it, they're, the Torah, that's not the right one. We have the right Old Testament. We have the right New Testament. We have the final understanding of what the prophets brought, and the whole world has to come to submission to it, right? But I think that the reason Islam exists is because when God announces his plans, like when God tells Abraham he's going to take him there to his land, what does the enemy do? Plants giants on the land. When they get to it, the giants push them out, they're afraid, they don't take it, they wander 48 years. When God prophesies after the dispersion 2,000 years ago with the Roman destroying Jerusalem and the temple and the Jews being dispersed, there is the promise of the return leading to the second coming. So the enemy goes ahead and decides to plant roadblocks. And that's that why this the second coming is the second coming is so important to coincide with all this UFO activity happening right now. That's the war of angels. You know, that's a secular way mind sees them as UFOs because we've been, you know, brainwashed to think that, 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 that there's a Darwinian way of looking at life. We evolved here. They evolved el- elsewhere and now they're visiting us. But the biblical way has, has always said there's the host of the heavens and the host of the earth. We are in a cosmic tale and the Elijah goes up in a chariot of fire, you know, in horse of fire. So this is the war of angels upon us, uh, the heavenly signs, the sign of, of the nation being reborn in the Middle East. This has happened. And these guys are never, Islam is never going to become the religion of the whole planet Earth. We all know that. The Chinese know that. The Indians know that. We know that. The Europeans know that. It's never going to happen. But but they're going to die trying. <laughs> now, what's the good thing? If this leads to this war that is mentioned in Ezekiel 38, 39, and there's a coalition. So you got like the Islamists. It basically, it's like 1973 was the last time the Arab nations organized to attack Israel. It ended that. You know, this happened on a pointed day and it, and it created 50 years of peace. There was an there was an armistice signed with Egypt in 1979. And there were skirmishes between Israel and, and, and the Palestinians, but never a full-blown war until today. So that war that happened on an appointed day in 73 ended a series of wars from 1948 to 73. Now the war has gone out one circumference to the non-Arabic Islamic nations, Turkey, Iran, the Russian steppes, Chechnya, Dagestan, other countries, North Africa, but other than Egypt, that was part of the old war. Now, if this is the prophecy we're headed towards, if this is going to happen in short order, could we right now escalate to that at once in a few months? Of course, it's possible. Now, the Americans and the Russians, they support their side. Yeah, I mean, a hundred battleships going out to the Mediterranean Sea right now. Yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not planning on linking up and having a party. This is, this is going to be ugly. I mean, I mean, at what point? So the Russians and the Americans in the previous wars, if we use them as templates, have supported their side. So the the Soviet empire, you know, funded and armed and taught strategy to all of these Arab countries that were led by socialist secular leaders. The most famous was Nasser of Egypt. When they lost the 1967 war in six days, five nations attacked with their armies and tanks and planes and infantry and lost in six days, they said to themselves, next time, the clerics at least said, we lost because we didn't fight in the name of Allah because our leaders were secular socialists. We have to first Islamicize and then attack in the name of our God. And then surely he'll grant us the victory. And that's where we are now.
That process has fully taken shape in the 1979 revolution in Iran, accelerated it, the Islamic revolution. So now it's like the Arabs are tired and it looks like the 1973 war was the end of it. And they're on the road to peace. They've signed the Abraham Accord. Even the Saudis were, were, were willing to, to, to accept Israel. So now the enemy is coming from one radius out, the non-Arabic Islamic countries, Turkey, Iran, the stands and all that. And so this is the war that I think is being described in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 9. And if we're headed towards that, the Russians would again be behind the Islamists because when the Soviet empire collapsed, uh, Putin decided that, that Russia needed a new base for power since Eastern Europe was lost. And the Islamic world became the new base of power for him. It, it, Russia has to be involved in global issues in order to remain a global power. And Russia is like the counterpart of the Eagles of the West. You got the Eagles of the West, like Germany, France, England, America, and then on the Eagles of the East, you have Russia as the leader of the Eagles of the East. This is the the imperial world. This is the most powerful part of the world. Then you have the older empires of the Middle East, the Persian Empire, the Mesopotamian Empire of Babylon, the Egyptian Empire. These are the older empires. They are subject to the newer empires, right? Yeah. They're still relevant in their own neck of the woods, and they can be supported by the industrial nations like a ball game, everyone supports their side, and they, they can rise and have a war, because the one that's a world war is the final one, the one that the Lord comes in, you know, at the end of the day. This one might be a larger regional war, and they'll let the Muslims, you know, duke it out with the Jews type of thing, you know, that kind of so war. So this is like the preliminary fight to the main event. Yeah, this is going to change the history of the world. So what it says in Ezekiel is that, first of all, God is the one that brings the armies out because nobody can defeat the jihadi movement. If I'm reading this right, and what Ezekiel 38, 39 is the, the, the defeat of the jihadi movement, no one can defeat this movement. It's ideological. It's in people's heads. You'd have to basically change everyone's opinion in the entire world. Yeah, that, and you can't do that. So the only way, the only other approach is they all actually do finally unite, get their act together. They, they attack and they lose. Because God defeats them. That's what this battle, what this says, that God brings them and God defeats them. So it's, that's the comforting message. It's an, it's a contained implosion. They don't quite even make it to Israel. They're defeated on the way with all kinds of miraculous ways. We're going to see how that works. Maybe there's UFO. Maybe God's angels are involved. We're going to see. So then, um, God removes a great re- evil from the earth that that is a plague to the people of the region who can't, who don't want it, but they can't do anything about it because they're too weak. And these guys control the guns. They die and go to heaven. They're very motivated. You know, so they have resources. And then the world is tired of it and doesn't know what to do with it. And of course, they're, they're a thorn on the side of Israel, constantly trying to attack everything. That's what they want to do. And this is, so God may be finally removing this plague from the earth and this this is why I think these these signals have been activated, that God is saying, no, I'm intervening in this war. I'm going to be the one that's going to deliver a new beginning. And this is, could be the birth pangs of this war that will change the world. What does it say at the end of it? It says that, first of all, God will be glorified in the, in the sight of everyone, including his own people. So that the spiritual awakening of the Jewish people is going to accelerate as they realize, wow, something rescued us like we this was overwhelming odds you know yeah. no matter how many technology we have at the end of the day if the entire planet unites against us with all their infantry and all that stuff you know what i mean like at some point you know so it's, it's so interesting thing in the in the lectionary of of the of the people continues to bear witness to what's happening so i said that you know the first was the book of the beginning the, then we had the story of hamas in the right. Bible itself. Now, what's the week after the reading that, that came on the week after the uh, the week that just passed last week? Because today is, you know, Monday, we're in a new week. But last week, what was the reading? It was a story of how Abraham, with 318 private soldiers that are part of his household, trained men, goes to war against four kings and frees his nephew Lot from captivity. His nephew Lot is taken captive by these kings, four kings. He goes with 318 guys, defeats the four kings, and frees Lot. The story of a small force with the god's hand behind it beating a larger force against overwhelming odds and freeing a hostage. Yeah. 
That's the story of this week's, you know? So it's interesting. It looks like it's somehow God is like comforting his people. And also there's the, the guarantee, the covenant of the land that God makes a covenant with Abraham about this land. And this is an eternal covenant and it's passed down to Abraham's grandchildren, children of Jacob. That covenant still stands. And so the messianic kingdom of Christ goes through Israel's rebirth. And that's why the enemy is trying to destroy them, to stop the greater plan towards the kingdom of the Lord. This is something that the early Christians understood very clearly, and the early church understood clearly. But over the past 2,000 years, as they wandered away from Jerusalem, and the church wandered away from its origins, we started to create nutty ideas about how all this plays out. But don't and they we, know how this ends? I mean, aren't they, they wasting know, their time? That, well, uh, how it ends on. is how we're transformed, like you were saying, through the story. The reason God gives us this template is to comfort us, because this stuff is pretty scary. Can you imagine if these are yeah, these? They know they lose. I mean, I don't understand why they're even giving an effort. They don't believe in any of this stuff. They don't read it. This is for, it's an inner uh, communication to God's people. The fact that you and I are privy to this conversation says something about our relationship and how we're held. And so God is communicating to us. It's not communicating to these guys. So these guys are, 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 are meant for this judgment. They're, they're playing this role. However, in the book of uh, Zachariah, with this battle at the end of the age that involves Jesus, it happens on this feast of tabernacle of Sukkot, the very feast that has been activated in this battle. It says that the enemy, the survivors of all the people that came against Jerusalem come to worship the king. So God said to Abraham, you know, those who bless you, I will bless. And those who curse you, I'll curse. Meaning whatever you try to do to them happens to you. It turns around on you. But the word used for curse is a very different word that's used in everywhere else in the Bible. It's a word that involves the word light. So as though God will enlighten his enemies because he's he's on a whole other scale. He doesn't have to be petty, right? So when they come and they fight and they lose, and this is the only way the jihadi movement is going to come to an end. It has to be ideologically defeated. When they come and they lose, then in, they realize God wasn't with us. God was with Israel because right. that's how and they then they're were. enlightened. And they're enlightened. Many, many say that they've never had an enlightenment period. Well, they haven't. Now, there are a lot of right. people in the Muslim world that are receiving dreams from Jesus. The Iran is the leading edge of this transformation. There's like, there are churches in Iran that have 20,000 members that are underground. This is happening all through the Middle East as though God is creating already in the undergrowth a future. But first, this has to be defeated. And so, so the enemy is throwing this at Israel. And this, what will happen on the world scale? Well, if this war does really crescendo to that, maybe it happens in three stages. Because there's an American presence. Maybe first we have a skirmish. First it's a Gaza war. Then it goes to the proxies, Hezbollah and the Houthis, because the Islamic Republic of Iran has funded these militias. It will say to its militias, you know, weaken Israel, attack. They're kind of plumb. It's like when you, when you kind of like, you know, maybe like rope and dope type of thing, yeah. but a different version of it, right? You right. weaken your opponent. That's their thinking, even though this may actually strengthen Israel. But regardless, then there's a pause maybe, and then these new coalitions form between the Turks and the Persians and all of these other nations that biblically are, because the Bible looks at it from the point of view of the biblical nations that are mentioned in Genesis chapter 10. These guys are all related. They're cousins from the Bible's point of view. That's how God, the, the Bible packages them, not necessarily through the idea of modern political states and our political boundaries. So these guys gather, and now they launch the war that we read in Ezekiel 38, 39. Now, it's possible that there's already a plot. Maybe maybe Putin is behind it. If I was Putin, I'd definitely have all these So a bigger war. Yes, the one in Ezekiel 38, 39 is a very big That's to come. That's probably five, seven years away. Uh, Well, I don't know, because I think that'll happen in 2020. I've had one once this skirmish is settled. I think 2027, because that'll be the... That's what I've heard. 100th anniversary of 1967, the other miraculous war. That was huge. That was a big war, too. Five countries organized an attack. So we'll see how this goes. But the point is that if this is the beginning of this transformation, first, at the end of it, God is glorified and there's enlightenment to the region, both Jews and Muslims. Second, it will definitely have a very negative effect on the economy of the world, all these countries rising up. 
you know, gold, silver, oil commodities are going to do well in such a situation. But regardless, it will really maybe send us into a depression in the 2030s, yeah. kind of like the super cycle between the two great depressions, the 1930s and 2030s. And it might kind of give create a landscape for these world leaders to rise because if the world is economically in a bad place so around 2027 we could see the antichrist arise well we could we going in like this will take time these countries have to undergo revolutions their leaders are going to be toppled the middle east will change it'll be a blessing for that region so all kinds of evil will fall off but it might then create the landscape for the final empire to rise the one that comes from the west from the beast. industrial nations, the beast, the the prince of Greece. You know, there's the prince of Persia and the prince of Greece, the second empire in the Bible. So the second empire, the the would would uh, has the AI, has the rocket ships, has the genetic information, has all kinds of the biggest tools. Technocracy. The, the, the yes, democracy. The technocracy. Of- technocracy. Technocracy. Exactly. Yeah. And and kind of the new human. You know, the cyborgs. Going to be the rise of that. The rise. So this would wow. this the of this this would create the landscape. They you know people would would first of all economically you know be in a poor place. So they will clamper for these leaders to rise. Save. And that's us. when What's the digital that? currency comes in too. And they'll say, look, economically, we need we need to go on the blockchain system so we can see everybody's expenses. Now we know exactly how to guide the economy so this doesn't happen again. Wow. So, so this war, why are they funding it? Why are they giving the enemies of Israel all this money and all these weapons? You know, they, order out, out of chaos, man. Order out of chaos. Out of chaos I've always said room. they're creating they the chaos to chaos. give us the solution. Exactly. So these guys are themselves. So it's plans within plans, right? There are many ways you can look at it. These guys are trying to destroy Israel. If that works, great. They 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 solidify their empire and and derail the plans of God. If it doesn't, it creates a landscape, the chaos for them to now create the new empire. So, so this is kind of, you know, uh, the, and then in the middle of it, God is moving forward his own plans. He preserves his people, enlightens people, solidifies him. A lot more people in the world now will understand what you and I are understanding about wh- where we're really headed. These guys are in their nutty little ideas. They actually think they can defeat God and they want to put the sun uh, a pseudo messiah that's what antichrist means instead of messiah because the word in the bible is ante christus which means instead of christ it means against christ it's true but it also means properly translated instead of christ they want to create their own king the fearer so we, in the bible says there are 10 kings exactly 10 kings rising and out of these 10 kings one of them will be the antichrist so i think that after this war we may see the rise of the 10 kings it also talks about Israel signing an agreement with the world that it considers to be how it'll be. It'll have safety, but God says that you won't have safety in that agreement. You'll only have safety by putting your faith in me and my Messiah. So I think that after this war, the world will be like, guys, you guys have to sign a peace deal. Like everyone has to accept Israel. We can't have this again. So that treaty falls, and that treaty is put into place by the Antichrist, according to the Bible. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. You know, that's that's an interesting. I'm just idea. saying. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. Jewish, right? And 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 if they're going to accept him as the Messiah for a short amount of Something's time, weird with that guy. Yeah, it is. You're right. But we'll have to see how the whole thing plays out on the stage of history. And you got to know it, you know, from the point of view of the Bible. And there's lots of prophecies that I didn't that I don't have time to read the talk. But if you know, if people go on my newsletter, I'm going to put all this in a PDF. So people um, go to thinkagainproductions.com. That's where your yeah. newsletter is, right? Scroll to the bottom. It says stay informed. Just put your email in and you'll be in my newsletter. And, and I'm going to. I would like to. I, this is interesting, man. I would like to do like a roundtable with you and Juan or you and Bo Pony, maybe, or whoever you would want. I just think this is fascinating stuff. I think so. You, too. you explain it so thoroughly and so well. Like it's incredible. Yes, thank you. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm always look forward to roundtables and get other minds and opinions. Kind of, you know, everyone has an insight to share, and we all can benefit from it. So, moral of the story, you know, you, you know, when the United Nations came in the in America at the end of September, all these nations came to New York. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, that happened during one of these the fall appointed days. It happened between the first day, the the the, the feast of trumpet. And the Day of Atonement. And according to tradition, because the Day of Atonement is when people are judged, their sins are forgiven, their names are in the Book of Life, 
and those who don't have the blood, they are judged, you know, for their for their sins and transgressions. So between these two, the first of the month and tenth of the month is considered a day where people are weighed in scale, traditionally. It's not in the Bible, it's a tradition. It's the day of, you know, people so imagine if the nations came during these days, they were weighed. They all made speeches. You know, the Islamic Republics raged against Israel and every nation. And MBS, you know, from Arabia said, we're creating a new Middle East. And so did Biden. So did Netanyahu from Israel. And it's like as though they were weighed in these days, in this time of the appointed day. And then suddenly God's judgment came out. So even it looks like the, the evil guys have their own plans. But the fact that it happened on God's appointed day and activated all of this new beginning signals, including, you know, the new month, including the lectionary turning the eighth day, the 50 days, that this tells me that God is saying, no, I'm going to take the steering wheel here, not you guys. And maybe there was a plot against God and against Israel. And what this prophesied war of Ezekiel 38, 39 actually is now that we're there is God's way of dismantling their plot. The reason they're all getting together to attack is because they have a plot, and God is defeating their plot. That's the that's the judgment that's gone up deep in, in the world of powers and principalities, in the world of angels. And God, are, this must be like a cat playing with a little mouse. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. Like, I mean, I'm wondering yeah, yeah. if he's just amused by this. He's like, oh, geez. Well, I think we're transformed to it. You and I and the people living this who are spiritual we are transformed because remember, we have a role to play in the future of the universe. We are being created like this is the like the womb. We're in the womb right now. And we're being formed. We are conscious beings in the future of the universe when in the presence of God in his kingdom and in the heaven of Jerusalem. We are going to have a role to play in administering God's creation. That's what we were created for. And that's why we have an enemy who who covets that for himself and wants to do things according to his own way. And so we are in a cosmic tale and human history has to be understood. They want to put their own guy in the throne of the world. And that's going to be the next empire. So out of the ashes, we'll see. We'll all be with you. We'll we'll see if this goes there. But I just wanted to say signs and signals. So if you like my work and you go to the website, there's a documentary you can watch for free. And you can leave a donation at the bottom if you're so inclined. If you double click on the documentary, it'll take to my YouTube page. And you can, you know, subscribe to the YouTube page. There's, I'm going to put a new video about why Iran is going to be defeated. I've received an insight that's very interesting about that. And then sign up for the newsletter to get the PDF file where I'm going to put all of this in, in detail. Thank you so Think, much for having me. Yeah, I love having you, man. Thinkagainproductions.com. Thinkagainproductions.com. Man, Ali, uh, this is awesome. I'm going to name this Israel War, Biblical Signs and... Signals are biblical signs and cycles. Well, you're right. They, they would both work, but I think with signals because of the eclipse, that's a signal. Uh, that's a okay. precise term. Signal only means eclipse. Okay. Bye. Thank you, Ali. Thank you for joining me. See you later. Till next time. Bye-bye. Have a beautiful day. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's 
Homes Wall Outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.